welcome to the Booker's Alliance podcast, where we hold the pencil and the pencil is power. Coming at you right now is your host, Marky Mark, along with the man, the myth, the legend, Frank Donaldson. Join us as we discuss the ever-changing landscape of professional wrestling. So hang on tight, you jabronis, and enjoy the ride. Welcome in, welcome in, everybody. Thank you for joining today's episode of the Booker's Alliance podcast. Today's episode is all about the entrance music. What you got going on, Frank? I love it. Entrance music, some of the best, some of my best times. I mean, we were just talking off air, literally just talking off air about the, I've got all the CDs of all the old school entrance musics. I even have the pile driver cassette tape. So we're going back today. We're going, we're going to bring you some 80s stuff, some 90s stuff, some current people. I mean, we're going to talk some interest music today. This is going to be fun. Yeah, the interest music sets the scene. I mean, it, it, it kind of sets the tone of the character that's getting ready to walk out that curtain, uh, whether it was a, a character or whether it was a, a reality iteration of who the person was. Uh, that interest music kind of sets the stage for for what you're getting ready to see. And uh, we're going to kick it off with a big one. We're going to talk about the Hulkster, Hulk Hogan, and his, his entrance theme of the real American. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's probably the most memorable, you know, the most iconic wrestling music of all time. People know it from all over the place. You know, you don't have to be a wrestling fan to know that song almost word for word. I think even Barack Obama used it in one of his uh, one of his speeches, you know, as a real American because there was question about his citizenship. (laughs) So, I mean, you know, that song's been here and there and everywhere. And I mean, it's from my youngest childhood enjoying wrestling. I remember that song playing. So iconic by no means. Yeah. Hogan's entrance music uh, is everywhere that that one crossed over into pop culture. Um, everybody knew that, you know, I am a real, I mean, everybody knew that. Oh yeah. Um, so, you know, the Hogan's interest music, um, you know, that, that was a a good one. Uh, let's transition over to, uh, one of the other ones that was a good one around that time, the ultimate warriors. Same thing. I mean, (laughs) you know, again, if you don't watch wrestling, you've heard that theme somewhere. I've heard it played at baseball games. I've heard it played at football games. You know, just anywhere, you'll hear that music. But, you know, same thing. You know, the guy comes out, you know, he's full of energy. I mean, you know, that beat's hitting. I mean, let's be honest. That's, you know, kind of the kind of the history behind our music here. I exactly. mean, you know, as we were trying to find something for our intro music, I remember coming across that. And I'm like, oh, my God, that sounds almost like the Ultimate Warrior. And it was like, sold. Yeah, and you get that... Just that, that. Oh yeah, just that. That, and I remember Jim, Jim Johnston, uh, the creator of WWE music for so many years. I remember him doing an interview saying, you know, it was just a real simple chord that he just played, you know, and then they put that energy behind it, and before you know it, you know, when you pair it with the guy, it's like, oh my god, that's a fit. So. What can we say about that? That was a wonderful choice. I'll take it. So moving into the next one is the Road Warriors with Iron Man from Black Sabbath. Crazy, crazy cool entrance music. Yeah, same thing though. I mean, you know, you got these two two big badass guys coming down the look, you know, with their show with their spiked shoulder pads and their face paint and they just look like they're about to, you know, bring all types of hell and destruction and you know, and that it fit them to a T. Yeah, when you get that that opening riff, that yeah, you get the, oh, yeah I'm hired, man. Like that whole thing, you're like, who the hell is this? Yeah. yeah, and then when those two guys come out of the curtain, I mean, they paid off on yeah, it. Yeah, you're you like, know? oh shit. It didn't like you got like Hornswoggle coming out of there with Dink the Clown. You no. know, you had two big badass dudes walking out there, and you know they look like they look scary, like scary monsters, and that music made you know it just put that feeling in you. Yep. That's uh, going to be a theme about today. I think, you yeah, know, the way that music makes you feel. Makes you feel. Hair 
yeah. with the character. I think that's how we came up with the list we came up with. Absolutely. So Stone Cold's the next guy on our list. You know, everybody knows what's getting ready to happen when you hear that glass break. I mean, hell, do you even remember the music so much as the glass break? No, the glass break. That's all. It's, what's that's, the glass break hit? I mean, you're you like, knew uh, you knew, you knew, you knew it was shit the, was about to be raised. Do, 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 like, you knew oh. beer was going to be drank. Yep. You, knew, you, knew, you knew you were in for a party. With Somebody was getting break. an ass whooping. That was all you needed to hear. Glass break. Wherever they went from there, it didn't even matter. Once the yep. glass broke, you knew an ass kicking was coming. And it's so fun now, too, to to hear the nostalgia of it all. Like uh, in WrestleMania 38, when he came out in Pat McAfee's match. Yeah. Uh, no, you know, we all kind of thought it was coming. Nobody yeah. really knew, but, but it then, wasn't planned. Like wasn't planned, right? So, but you heard that glass break, and that crowd just came unglued. Yeah, I it mean, you had Vince in the ring, and I mean, you know, any of us wrestling fans who are right, you know, who were fans twenty years ago, just immediately flash back, like, oh my god, yep. again, you know, somebody getting stunned. One more round, <laughs> and here we go. Yeah. So moving on to the other juggernaut that was in that time is The Rock. So, you know, The Rock, you know, everybody has their favorite iteration of The Rock's music, but mine was always with the electric guitar and then The Rock says, like, just yeah. bouncing in the background. So I like the when he was bad guy rock and he was in Hollywood when they had the whole entrance and the whole helicopter scan and all that, and it was real slow. Then it kind of, you know, he just went, if you smell, yeah. what The Rock... And then the real soft drop into the music, and then it picked up. That was always the one for me because I was just like, you know, it gave more anticipation. Like, oh my god, you know, it just made him a bigger star. You know, it started to fit what he was ascending to. Yeah, I mean, speaking of fit, I mean, it had swagger. Yeah, and I mean, who yeah. was the king of swagger? I mean, yeah. Rock. I mean, dude wearing the one thousand dollars silk shirts. Yeah, the, or the full leather outfit. I mean, you know, just. <laughs> Whatever, whatever character he was in that particular night, I mean, you know, they would always just adjust the music just enough to kind of fit where his character was going. So, you know, that made it iconic just for that. Yep. Uh, moving on to the NWO and whether it was uh, the bam, 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 that, yeah, that one. That. You got Wolfpack. The Wolfpack Wolf Pack is back causing mass destruction. <laughs> Best believe the bad boys are wrestling. I mean, you know there that. We go. Or even I mean, even when Hulk was in the NWO, you know, with the voodoo child, Jimmy, Jimmy Hendrix. Hendrix yeah. My God, I mean, that was already an iconic song as is. Being able to use that as a you know as a wrestling entrance theme, just I mean, it introduced it to a whole new crowd of kids that may not have known it. I'm, Jimmy was before my time, so I mean, yeah. that was kind of one of the ways I got introduced to it. And you got kids that are you know a whole generation under me now that have heard Jimmy because of listening to Hulk Hogan matches. Yeah. So. so there was two wrestler theme songs that instantaneously became my ringtone on my phone when I first heard them. That was one. We're going to talk about the other one here in a minute. Now, I had both two. I had Voodoo <laughs> Child. I definitely had them. But you know, anytime you had the the you know, that going on and just the guitar wailing in the background, you can't hear that song now and not see Hogan playing air guitar yeah, across playing the belt. air guitar over the belt. I mean, mm. and you know, it just Jimmy was long gone from this world when he was using that, but I mean, he was still energizing a crowd, you know, making it fit. But, you know, it's interesting Hogan's come up now in three different versions, you know, his real American, you know, it, it just goes to show a his stature in the wrestling industry, yep. you know, and B, man's got good taste in music. He does. <laughs> Moving on to Degeneration X. Degeneration X. You dude, that that music is the soundtrack to every bit of my high school days. Yeah. Like, just that that whole I mean, it brought an era of rebellion about it. You Absolutely. know, are you ready? You know, doom, doom, doom. doom. And then, as soon as you hear that, you know, all of a sudden the energy just comes and you know, 
anybody who was, or let's say, between 14 and like 23 had that, you know, that stench of rebellion over them. You know, you just really wanted to rage against the machine and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the G Generation X music was almost a soundtrack to that. Yep. So. And then, you know, then the next one was my other ringtone evolution yep i had that one too <laughs> i was in the ringtone era where you were able to first download actual music instead of having to get those keyboard deals that they had so and how in the hell did we miss triple h i mean so same thing he kind of folds right in there he's kind of yeah. like hulk hogan though that man's got good taste in music yeah i mean so with that one you know i had an instance where that one went off one time and i was in church oh my pastor was looking around like who is that there you go <laughs> and I mean, i'm do like you remember triple h's first music though like the music they gave stephanie Oh God! My time, my you know, time, my time, yeah. my, my time. time. I actually love that music, so we could probably get Triple H on there for four. Yeah, I liked all the Lemmy stuff that he had. Aces, you know, with with Motorhead. That I'm a big fan of uh, Motorhead. So yeah, yeah. I, I so I can feel that. But yeah, yeah. Triple H definitely a good, a good choice. Good choices of music there. <laughs> Moving on to our next guy, and and this music of. I don't know how to if you can say that one is more iconic than the other, but Ric Flair, I don't know that you get more iconic of an entrance music than Ric Flair. Not for that character. No. I mean, you know, Space Odyssey was, it just has that regal feel of it, you know, and Ric Flair was that regal character. You know, he had the flamboyant robes, he had the big gold belt, you know, the long blonde hair. I mean, you know, he looked like money. All he ever talked about was money. And that song just kind of really encapsulated that whole feeling of, you know, it was just regal. It was more than. And then Macho Man with Pomp and Circumstance. Same difference. I remember graduating and walking across the stage <laughs> and at some point, you know how they say, if you do anything out of the ordinary, uh-huh. you're not going to get your diploma and all that. I mean, I, so I'll be, I didn't spin around, but I lifted both my hands up, you, you know, just as a tribute to Macho Man. And macho I Man. Couldn't pass it up. I had to do it. Yeah, that, that music, um, I, I mean, before I even put two and two together of what that music really was. Uh-huh. You had to, be I, old, you had to get older yeah, to figure that yeah, out. Yeah, we I knew it was Macho Man's music. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> Um, million Dollar Man is the next person. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got the laugh in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> million Dollar Man's music was iconic for his character, though. I mean, you get that laugh out of there. Yep. And then, you know, money, 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 money. Everybody's you know, you, got a price. You see money dripping down all over the place. And, you know, then you just got his voice just kind of speaking over. And I can remember do, uh, watching a YouTube about that. And million Dollar Man said... They asked him to sing, and he's like, I can't sing. So they were like, hey, you know, with your voice and the way your voice sounds, if you could just talk, you know, just kind of, and he just said his catchphrase line. Like you said, everybody's got a price, you know. So was Shane McMahon's interest song a ripoff of Basically, I mean, you know, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was kind of a work off yeah. of it. You know, here comes the money and kind of the upgrade. Let's say the new school version. Here's the remix. Yeah. Okay, I, I'll go with that. There you go. Um, next guy, Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect. So I, I definitely had to get this one on the list because it was just the same thing. I mean, you know, it had that regal overtone over it. You know, it was just that better than kind of music. And I mean, Mr. Perfect just kind of strode out to the ring when it would play. You know, he'd throw the towel up behind his back, spit the gum out, never missed. You know, you never saw him miss one. But for me, just the music just fit. I mean, it just fit his character because it, again, was that it had that better than kind of tone to it. And that's just what Mr. Perfect was. And I mean, Mr. Perfect, you, I, 
it's funny to hear me say this, but for Mr. Perfect, I always remember the vignettes more than I oh, yeah. his, his Inger in Yeah, so. watching him out there with like Wade Boggs yeah. and Wade Gretzky <laughs> out there, you know. The just, perfect putt. Yeah. The perfect strike. Doing everything that they were doing. <laughs> and I mean, you know, and then you got these like, you know, name athletes, you know, not just Hammond Eggers as Bobby the Brain Heenan would say, but you got all-stars and perennial MVPs out there saying, this guy's absolutely, and then you get perfect slide in and say, Perfect. perfect. <laughs> I, man, just fit it. I mean, those vignettes were perfect for that character. Yeah. So, uh, Moving on to our next guy on the list, The Undertaker. Undertaker. I'm, so when you brought up Undertaker, I mean, Undertaker had a lot of iterations of his music, too. He did. For me, it was just that very first one. Like, you know, when he came out in 1990 at the Survivor Series, it was that legit funeral the home funeral music home that you had heard. Yeah. I mean, you know, and here and that, you see this big character and call him the Undertaker. It's like, oh my God. Now that music, you know, from 1990, it still couldn't be getting played in like WrestleMania 36 when he was retired. So they had to upgrade it and they just, they did it right. You know, they, they put the bell, you know, the bell toll behind it and, you know, the crashing of the thunder and lightning and things like that to upgrade it. You know, it always adapted with him. And I think they always did great adaptations to it. My favorite iteration of his theme music was the more modern day with the gong and the thunder and lightning. I love that. But then the American badass version of the undertaker with, he had two, you had rolling by limp. Biscuit. Three. Well, you had yeah. American badass kid rock rolling yeah. by limp biscuit. Who was and the then other? he had the other one was the WWE. Version oh, the, the big, evil. the big evil character. Yeah. yeah that was, yeah. It. that was the last. I didn't, care. I didn't care for that one too much, no, but I, it was, it still worked because yeah. you know, licensing, you know, yeah. they, they had to pay those other guys. All I remember from it is who like exactly. Yeah. You just take that from it and all, but yeah, so they, Always adapted the music to make it fit, and they I think they made it fit his character well. Yeah, and then, you know, with you know him coming back. Actually, at four, remember when he rode off into the sunset at the end of WrestleMania, they played a whole different theme. So I, that's where I was going. So, oh, nice. Look at you. That's why we make a good it tag That's yin and yang. Right? Yin and yang. That's all right. Tag <laughs> so, champions yeah, of the world. Playing the Metallica as, as, yep. as he rode off from the Boneyard match. That was my favorite there you go. like send off you know to see him go out that way that's just so fitting yep. um but yeah undertaker theme music has a soft spot i'll always there have a soft go. spot for those speaking of metallica what about sting i know we talked about sting and that we didn't remember but then when you said metallica it made me remember sting used seek and destroy from metallica yeah. as his theme music and i thought that fit crow sting a lot i thought that, that, that fit him pretty fit, good that would fit crow sting um we're off topic, guys. We're I, off topic. We, with, I ventured with, with with him though. I'm more I'm more of the imagery of Sting than I remember yeah. the, the theme music, just because yeah. his, his theme music was so generic at times. I do remember him using Seek and Destroy, but for me, it was just the imagery from Sting. Yeah, um, the the face paint, Undertaker esque. Yeah, I mean, Undertaker-esque. you know they kind of played into that same vein of thought. Yeah, um, going on to Yokozuna. Yoko, ah, the the nice soothing Japanese music for the Samoan so, bulldozer. So, so I've got a um, kind of confession. Uh oh. Um, you know how you go on WWE 2K23 and you can enable um, 
theme music to play as a soundtrack when yeah. you go through menus and stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, Yoko is always the first one I am. Oh, nice. <laughs> and, uh, you, I, you, you like hearing the Yoko current, the current Yoko version. I love the current Yoko. Good stuff. Version. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So that's my. Uh, I did not think we were going to get that. That's, that, that's, that. that's a secret indulgence thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. I did not think we were going to get that revelation today. But look at that. <laughs> but yeah, Yoko just you know coming down to the ring, seeing this massive you know the mass of humanity that he was yeah. coming down to the ring. And just this beautiful oriental yeah. music playing in the background, nice and peaceful, and all yeah. that. Like, and you, like you don't even know what's coming. That was a calm before the storm because as Absolutely. soon as that music stopped, you know, all hell, all hell was breaking loose in yep. that ring in there. So and it was going to end with a bonsai. <laughs> so we talked about Stone Cold, and we talked about breaking the glass. Yep. Every time you heard the opening of Bret Hart's music with that oh, guitar yeah. shred, yeah. like, oh, here comes the hit yeah. man. There's another one that he went through a lot of iterations to finally get there. Yep. But once they got there, I mean, you know, that music, even though wrestling was, was at a downtrod at that time, you know, they weren't filling arenas like they wanted to, you know, butts weren't in seats like they needed to. You know, Brett was a soldier out there and that, you know, his music, his look, you know, the, with the pink and black, but you know, the colors, the leather, you know, giving the glasses out, you know, when that music was playing, you know, and it started rocking in the back, you know, it made Brett cool. Yeah, it, like I said, the package, the whole package, it made them cool. Yeah. So you know where, and that was kind of the era they were going. You know, WWE was kind of getting away from the older wrestlers, the Hogan's and Macho Man. So they had to come up with something that was going to draw in the more youthful crowd. And I mean, Brett was that guy because he was cool. You know, Even and that Natty's music got that made in him her. Cool. She's got yeah. that in her entrance music. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, moving on to uh, the only non WWE guy that we have on our list today, Sandman. Sandman, enter the Sandman. I mean, how can you not think about that music and see Sandman? I mean... Well, we talked about, as we talked about all the different music we wanted to talk about, and I was like, you know, I knew these songs before I saw these wrestlers. You know, there's a lot of AEW guys out there that I love their songs, but I knew their songs way before they had them as an AEW theme. So we didn't really want to get into those because they're not really themes. They're just music. Right. But... The Sandman's music, I really didn't know that song before Sandman because, you know, it wasn't my genre of music to listen to. But I remember listening to that. And it was kind of like some of these other themes we're talking about that don't fit my genre. I was like, you know, it brought that kind of energy that him walking through the crowd, you know, cracking them cans over his head. You know, you get fired up listening to that. And yep. You're like, yeah, you know, I'm ready to go to war right now. Come on. <laughs> that was cool. Uh, and uh, now we're going to pay homage to our fearless leader, our... Um, uh, I don't know what else we can call Vince. The CEO of WWE because he's the boss. Okay. And is this the part where he's, he's still got his pants on in this part, right? I mean, hey, Vince does what he wants to do. You know, if <laughs> if he doesn't, he's going to pay us off. So, I mean, we might get 20 grand out of this if we, you know, if we play it right. So, yeah, maybe not. And with Vince, you always have no chance in hell. <laughs> no chance in I mean, just that, you know, that, that, little, that little break in, you know, boom. And then, no right, chance. no chance in yep. hell. And then, you, you know, the Vince comes out there with his signature strut and that, you know, it was just, it just, it set that mood too, you know, because Vince wasn't going to leave you with no chance in hell. He was the boss, the end all be all. Moving on to Edge. Um, Edge, in my opinion, one of the coolest because of the story behind it. Uh, of course, his theme song is Metalangus by Alter Bridge. Mm -hmm. And he gets that song because he is good friends with the guitar player, Mark Trimonato yeah, from Alter Bridge. Mm -hmm. So that, 
dude, the fact that somebody just says, hey, I own the rights to this, but here you go. Yeah, you can have it because I want it played and I like you. you know. Exactly. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, but dude, I never heard a louder pop to that music than the day he came back. Yeah, when he Rumble. returned at the Royal Rumble. Dude, yeah, that was no phenomenal. Kidding. But I mean, even over the years, you know, even remember his retirement match, you know, at, at the pre at WrestleMania, what was it, 24, I mm-hmm. think, when he came out there, you know, when that music was out there, I'll never remember, he posed in the ramp and they showed the back, you know, the backsplash of the, you know, the outside with the WrestleMania logo in the middle and the fireworks going off. I mean, his energy or his music brought that energy level again. You know, it turned it up. Even if you were getting tired, wearing down, you know, that that popped you, you know. And in that particular WrestleMania, it was the damn opening match. So, I mean, the crowd was so excited, to yep. you know, to pop anyway. And then they got that to do it. That's a great way to open up an event. Yep. Moving on to Roman Reigns, our tribal chief. We, ah. we pay our respects. Put your one in the air. Yeah, to definitely got to put your ones up on that. We pay our respects. His music, I think currently his music is probably the most noticeable of any wrestler. Oh, yeah. You know, just from the start of it, it really fits his character. You know, same as we said before, it makes him feel more than, you know, it, it kind of excels him to another level because that music is so key to him. So, you know, it really does its job. And it took them a while to get something on him that yeah. was right. And they rode that shield thing as long as they could, you know, until they could get it. And the shield music, you know, while it was good, you know, it didn't fit his new character, the new gimmick and all. So they had to get there. But instead of hot shot it and just throwing something on him to, you know, get away from the shield music, they took their time and they said, hey, we'll just ride this thing out until we get that perfect music. And they did it. And our last one here, in honor of Frank, we had to put Demolition on there. I wasn't letting them get off of this. Man, <laughs> I, I, I had to play it for it. You know, um, so again, I'm the historian in the group. You know, this is an old theme. Marky Mark had long forgotten about the Demolition music, <laughs> but man, I had to play it for him. I mean, Demolition's music, it just rocked me. I mean, you know, when it, like I said, again, that energy thing. Two big badass guys walking to the ring, you know, ready to ready to lay a beat down on, and you got that theme playing in the back. For me, it was just energy bringing. You it know, definitely it got great. you biker bar type. Yeah, thing absolutely. It. Like you said, you just knew there was going to be an ass whooping coming behind it. You know. Yep. Gotta admit, when you listen to it, you liked it, right? Yeah, I liked it. There you go. I'll, I'll go with Didn't it. Didn't remember it, but he liked it. So. No, I liked it. I thought it was pretty cool. <laughs> so in WWE, if you got rights out there, we we can take those off your hands here. You know, y'all don't like demolition anyway for lawsuits <laughs> and that. Go ahead and let us borrow it. You know, we might use it for our entrance theme here once in a while. There we go. <laughs> Best tag team going. Longest reigning tag team champions of all time. <laughs> come at us. Come at us, Douglas. There you go. There you go. Where where's the new day at? Where, where's 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 KO Owens? Or, where's Usos? Yeah, where where's Sam where's Sammy Owens and <laughs> Sam Kevin Owens. Zane? Where are those guys at? All right, y'all. So that that wraps up uh, our favorite wrestling entrance music. Uh, Hit us up on our social media platforms. Tell us what you liked, what you didn't like. Did we miss something that, you know, you thought, oh, man, I can't believe y'all didn't talk about this one. This was the greatest one ever. Throw it out there and look it up. I may not remember it. You know, Frank might. I'll remember it. I'll (laughs) I'll definitely remember it. All right. Any of you come out here with a free bird. So I'll still remember it. But my God, don't call that the best. (laughs) Bad Street ain't the best. Bad Street ain't the best. Uh Uh-uh. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. And with that, we bid you adieu. Peace. Today's podcast was produced by SVP. You can find our podcast on all major podcast platforms. Also connect with us on our social media accounts. Search for The Booker's Alliance on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.